0: Hey guys, welcome to Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig and...
1: And Jack Ferry. And Jack Ferry.
0: (laughs) We just wanted to spend a second up top giving you some information and clearing up any um, confusion that you might have if you haven't heard. The full screen platform is shutting down, which Not Too Deep was a part of as a video version of our podcast. But we wanted to make sure that none of you were upset or confused or nervous about Not Too Deep going away because it's not.
1: It's not going away. Um even though you will no longer be able to watch the videos on full screen.
0: Which some of you might be excited that you can't watch the videos anymore. Kudos. Uh,
1: uh, and, and just so you know, to answer your question, uh, the Matt Bellasi episode, which was the last episode that we post on the full screen platform, will be the last episode on the full screen platform. Mm-hmm. But the audio podcast of Not Too Deep, as it has always been, will continue on.
0: It will. Every Monday we're going to have episodes until the end of the year. We'll be taking a quick break in January just to retool some things and then we'll be back and stronger than ever. So do not worry. Every Monday you will still get to hear on SoundCloud and iTunes an audio version of Not Too Deep.
1: That's right. And I know there was a little bit of uh, confusion, too, because um, there was a a, a news article um, about full screen closing. And then immediately afterwards, there was another news article that said, uh, Grace is working with Studio 71, and that is completely independent of this. Mm-hmm. Not Too Deep is our our independent show that we completely control, and it will continue on with no uh, interruption except for the interruption that we had planned in January, which is we generally take a hiatus around that time to sort of retool things, and we'll be doing that again. But do not fret, you guys. That Not Too Deep will continue on. We will continue doing it. Um, every Monday as Mm -hmm. we've been
0: and if you guys had no anxiety about this sorry to induce any (laughs) Unnecessary fear or worry for you. So whatever we're done. Enjoy this episode of not too deep with Matt (laughs) Balasai. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, Grace, and Big the First, your host. This is an exciting episode. As always, we're talking all things Thanksgiving, and we're actually going to try and reboot the holiday, make it a little bit more modern. And because Thanksgiving is drinking and wine, we got Matt Bellasi on the podcast to talk about his new book and how a drunk woman at his show heckled him, and someone dressed as an eight ball kind of predicted that he might die before his tour is over. Let's find out all about it on this episode of Not Too Deep. You ready, Jack? I'm ready. It's our Thanksgiving episode of Not Too Deep. Yay! Yay. I'm so
1: thankful for this.
0: I know. I love this episode so much that I don't remember what we did for Thanksgiving last year.
1: <laughs> well, I looked it up and apparently we didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. Oh,
0: that's how much we love the Thanksgiving <laughs> episode of Not Too Deep. Clearly. It's great.
1: Welcome back to our annual Thanksgiving episode, everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Every we're year. wearing
1: dumb outfits.
0: Of course, I mean, speak for yourself.
1: I have an official turkey stuffer t-shirt yeah, on. That's
0: a very provocative t-shirt, Thank I you. feel like. That could be misinterpreted, worn around the wrong season <laughs> of the year. Correct. Um, or worn in the wrong country, because we're not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, which is great that we've dedicated a whole episode to our global audience <laughs> about a holiday that not all of them celebrate. That's
1: <laughs> true. Yes, it's a very American thing.
0: Yeah, Well, I, but uh, Canada also has... A Thanksgiving esque holiday, but they do yeah, it but on. They call
1: it Canadian Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, how <laughs> clever of them. Canada is known for its creativity. Uh, well, we're celebrating this year. Um, I'm wearing a shirt that says, I'm so basted. Get it?
1: I get it. Okay,
0: just Carry making on. sure. I
1: also like your hat. Grace, for those of you listening to the podcast, Grace is wearing a turkey on her head.
0: I'm like, I'm very homage to Mr. Bean right now. <laughs> yes. I also own two of these that are sitting in my home <laughs> do you right do? now. Yeah, Mamrie and I, last year for Thanksgiving, went overseas and did comedy shows in London and Dublin, and we brought Thanksgiving stuff oh. over to them. We uh, The show was called Adopt Us. Because um, we had just gone through the presidential election and we were overseas during the holidays begging for people in London and Dublin to let us stay. And we're here now. And we're you're back. back. We're back. <laughs> Immediately back. But it was really fun. What did you do for Thanksgiving last year?
1: Um, I usually go away for Thanksgiving to like someplace tropical. But last year, I actually went to see my family and we went to my sister's place in uh, Colorado.
0: Oh, fun. It was nice. That's yeah. cute. But and you're this, going this year, you're going to Mexico.
1: I'm going to Tulum this year. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah, laughs> plenty it up. of family.
1: I'm ready for some beach.
0: Switch it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, my family's coming into town for Thanksgiving. so.
1: Oh, they're coming here. They're coming here. You're hosting. And
0: I think this might be the first Thanksgiving. I I'm hosting as an adult. I know, which I didn't realize until just now, saying it out loud on this don't, podcast. Don't
1: overcook the uh, turkey. Don't. I mean, they're going to do dry. all that. Oh, okay, I'm good. just basically
0: <laughs> providing the shelter in which they can c- cook the meal for us. Got it. Um, but here's some fun facts about Thanksgiving if yes, you didn't know we have them lots already. Of them. Uh, guess how many pounds of turkey are consumed by Americans each year on Thanksgiving?
1: Um, I only know the answer to this because I already read the cards. Oh, okay. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and guess 700 million pounds.
0: Wow, weird. You're exactly right. (laughs) That's crazy. That is an
1: insane amount of turkey, though. It
0: really is.
1: And I also feel like people don't really eat turkey... Otherwise—I mean, you'll have, like, a turkey sandwich, but otherwise— yeah, you can make leftovers with it. But do people really eat turkey on not Thanksgiving? Not really, No, right?
0: I think the cooking process of a turkey is so complicated and unnecessary for a normal meal.
1: You can't undercook a turkey because then you uh, will get sick, and if you Good call. <laughs> overcook the turkey— uh, you get
0: sick of how they made it. Well, it's
1: just all dry and gross. So it's like the, the the window of like deliciousness is so narrow that I feel like turkey is a really difficult food. Do
0: you cook it for Thanksgiving?
1: Oh me? Yeah. Oh, no, I,
0: I know your limits. Know your I boundaries. don't. Yeah.
1: I'm I can very good at making scrambled eggs.
0: Oh, that's actually hard to do. It's
1: kind of where I draw the line. All in my right, cooking acumen.
0: Well, here food wise is what they ate at the first Thanksgiving that you might not be aware of: mm-hmm. berries, shellfish, boiled pumpkin, shellfish. and deer.
1: Deer, okay. Yeah, yeah quite that, makes, a spread. that makes sense.
0: And they didn't have forks, they only had knives, spoons, and their fingers, which is how I eat meals normally.
1: <laughs> Very Game of Thrones.
0: I know. Very
1: medieval times.
0: <laughs> Truly, yeah. Uh, also, I didn't know this. Sarah Hale is often credited with encouraging President Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. She's also the woman who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. Wow. What a life Sarah Hall had.
1: Real a real Renaissance woman.
0: Yeah, she really (laughs) did it. She really did it for all of us.
1: And also Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or just Mary Had a Little Lamb?
0: On that card it only says Mary had a little lamb. Got
1: it. So (laughs) So, one and done. Literally impossible to know.
0: Yeah. Um but this is—I read this in terms of, like, how much we eat on Thanksgiving, which is insane because dinner basically starts at, like, 1 p.m. on Thanksgiving yeah. and then just goes until, like, three days later. Do you
1: do that thing where you eat too much turkey and then you immediately fall asleep? Because that happens Trip to, to fan. me every year.
0: Um, I don't know. I'm usually kind of drunk. Because it's like a family-oriented event. Sure. So that lends itself to being tired. Yeah. I do the like eat, feel like gross and sad about myself for feeling so full. (laughs) Then like let a few hours go by and then eat again. Sure. Because now I've digested enough that I can continue eating.
1: I, I, it's like, NyQuil for me. Really? Yeah, I eat too much turkey. And I really do like turkey. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I eat it on Thanksgiving, I try to eat, you know, as much as my stomach will hold. Because, you know, it's a feast.
0: We are supposed to gorge ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. I engorge myself. And then I… Yeah, it's crazy. Like I get this wave of uh, sleepiness, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna sit down for a second. Sure, and I end up passing out for an hour.
0: Um, Do you do any family traditions when you are with family for Thanksgiving? Do you Uh, do the we're giving thanks around the table? Oh
1: yeah, we do that one. Do you? Which is nice. I feel like that's a good thing to do because I feel like people don't often reflect um, reflect with gratitude on things. And I've been reading more and more about that. About. just the expression of the gratitude for the things that you have actually has an effect on your psyche and makes you happier.
0: Oh. I believe that. I mean, you sound like a self-help book right now. I
1: know. And I I don't mean to sound like that, but I've been reading a lot more about it because it's like, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself, you know, when I get like stressed out at work or whatever, I think like, you know what though? I'm living in one of the greatest countries and one of the greatest cities. I live Mm -hmm. by the beach. I have, you know a car i've got shelter i've got everything that i need and i am really thankful for that and i think it's important i'm also i've got my health which right, is the most important yeah. thing and i think it's really important to do that because um and that's what the holiday is all about and so you know because of that it's one of my favorite holidays is it really yeah oh okay i do because it's you know, it's 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 a secular holiday, so everyone celebrates it regardless sure. of— You don't have to worry about, like—
0: Unless you don't live in the United States.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That is, that is true. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like we can export Thanksgiving because there's no reason why one day a year we can't all say sure. thank you for what are all you, the things that we have.
0: If you had to think now, what are you most thankful for? What comes to mind that you're thankful for this year?
1: Without a doubt, my health. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, um, you know, I've had health issues in the past when I was— uh, living in New York, like I had anxiety issues that mm-hmm. I was able to sort of overcome, and then um, when you're when you're when you're unhealthy, you just can't do anything. And even yeah. this year, I've had like the flu and like two really nasty colds. Yeah, you just sick. It like wipes you out. Like you just forget. How yeah. grateful you need to be for living in a healthy body.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I never appreciate it until I get a sore throat. And I'm like, God, me. Why did you not appreciate healthy me? <laughs> right. And then I get healthy and I'm like, la, la, la. Living in with un- with ungratefulness.
1: Well, what about you? Do you have like holiday traditions with your family when yeah, you do Thanksgiving? We
0: do. My mom tries to shoehorn in the let's go around the table and all say something we're <laughs> thankful for. Sure. Which is met with groans. And then we all kind of say something that comes to mind. Right. Um, so we do that. But then we don't really have… Other real traditions? Oh, well, we have a Pollyanna party at my aunt's house. But that's closer to Christmas time. That's not really part of Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Um, That's one of the things I like about Thanksgiving. It's kind of free form. There's not a lot of structure to it. It's just like eat a lot of food and watch some football.
0: Yeah, we don't really do anything else other than that. We don't like—I know families like go to the movies or, you know, Black Friday shopping or whatever it is. But no, we don't really—or we have, have a family football game. no pretty generic. Got it. So <laughs> yeah. when,
1: when you go around the table this year, what are you going to say you're thankful for?
0: Oh, man. Um. Well, they're coming out to visit. And I'm going to take them down to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm really thankful for having that place down yeah, there. Now. which is great. Yeah, which is really great. We're, I mean, to be able to go swimming on Thanksgiving is going to be super fun. Yeah, you're going to be cr- doing the same thing. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I think that kind of stuff, I have to think about it more. It's one of those things, like you said, you don't reflect on it very often. So yeah. when you do, you're like— Oh, there's so many things that I want to say thanks for. Um, there's also so many traditions about Thanksgiving that we thought it'd be fun to give uh, Thanksgiving a little bit of a reboot. yeah, I here. feel like
1: it needs a little little refresh, yeah, knock some of the dust off.
0: Oh, well, here's the other thing I was gonna say. the amount of calories on average that are consumed per American on Thanksgiving day four thousand five hundred calories. Whoa.
1: Okay, that's yeah. literally double what you're supposed to eat. Yeah, uh,
0: that I—I I mean, shocker, I guess, but not really, because you put it away. Calories don't exist on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, that is a lot of calories. Um, okay, but yeah, I think one of the reasons that we don't have an annual Thanksgiving. Not Too Deep episode is because you talk through all the traditions and then why are we going to talk about the same things again the next year?
1: Yeah, it's true. So
0: we wanted to reboot Thanksgiving. A refresh. Yeah, give it a makeover and see what our thoughts are on kind of upgrading this holiday. So let's see. Um, if you're going to upgrade the turkey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's all kinds of things now. There's tofurkey. There's the turducken. Yeah, people have been seemingly trying to upgrade the turkey for a bit. Yeah, what there's like do? there's
1: like the deep fried thing, and there's always oh, yeah. the videos every year about like be careful when you're deep frying your turkey that you don't set your house on fire. Yeah,
0: they explode, don't they? <laughs> they do. Yeah,
1: but I've never seen anybody do like fried chicken style turkey.
0: Fried chicken. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Like KFC?
1: Yeah, like you cut it up and you bread it and then you fry it like fried chicken. Okay. I would imagine that would taste delicious.
0: That would be interesting. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I'm thinking, and who knows, because this idea I might try to translate into a video idea for myself. (laughs) Okay. My brain, in terms of like modern cuisine that Mm. people seem to genuinely enjoy, that can be modified, sushi. How do you combine sushi, which is like a starch element, like a mashed mm. potato, with a protein, like a uh, turkey meat, and maybe some gravy and some stuffing inside there? How do you make stuffing? Oh, how do you replace the? I'm sorry, I'm going really excited. No, about I this. like this. How do you replace the rice with stuffing and make stuffing sushi rolls?
1: That sounds delicious. And, I also love sushi. Yeah. I also love the fake sushi that you get from, like, some of the more American sushi restaurants. Sure, yeah. Like, I had steak sh- sushi the other day, and yeah. it was delicious. That sounds
0: amazing. <laughs> it was. I want to try and put macaroni and cheese inside some sushi.
1: Turkey, turkey, mac and cheese sushi. That sounds great. Jared, I'm on board.
0: Jared Sleeper and I, friend of the podcast that's yes. been on a few times, yes. and you can imagine he— hardly gets excited about things or romanticizing uh, (laughs) ideas or concepts. He and I, one time, he drove me to the airport around Thanksgiving, and we spent 45 minutes talking through the idea of making (laughs) Thanksgiving muffins that had everything you could want from a Thanksgiving meal just in one handheld muffin size thing. I love this. Yeah, that you put stuffing in. It's like a like taco salad. Yeah, you put stuffing in like it's the, I might have already talked through this on the podcast because it's just an <laughs> idea that was fantastic. Uh, you put stuffing in the base like the cake of a cupcake mm-hmm. and then you just fill it in with like some turkey and some mashed potatoes. You put mashed potatoes on top like it's icing of a cupcake.
1: Yeah, and you put some gravy, gravy. on top.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you put some You're fucking making fried me hungry. onions. Fried onions on top of that. Oh, God. Have we— Why is
1: this not a global holiday? I don't
0: know. And we talked through this, I think, like two years ago and still haven't done it.
1: All right. So, we've got prompt number two, Uh ways to refresh Thanksgiving. So, we've been having the same side dishes for years, which you've mentioned. We've got mashed potatoes, yams, cranberry sauce, casserole. Mm -hmm. This whole time, what new sides would you come up with to sort of spice up the meal?
0: How do we spice up the meal? Someone could not believe that we were talking about shocking. spicing up the meal.
1: Shocking. Uh,
0: my brain immediately goes to french fries.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking.
0: Sushi and french fries? That sounds like a very modern, progressive Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> Completely
1: on board. I love french fries. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, or ma-
0: guacamole. Oh. Chips and
1: guac. I feel like guacamole would go really well with Thanksgiving food. If you
0: made Thanksgiving tacos. Ooh. Right?
1: That's a great idea. Turkey tacos? Turkey tacos with a little bit of avocado. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, uh, now, just, talk about, now let's upgrade spending the holidays with your family. Yes. This tradition of going home, seeing the family, having to be in close quarters with them yep. uh, in a state of graciousness. What four people would you invite to Thanksgiving dinner 2.0? Okay, Beyonce. Done, yeah. Former
1: President Barack Obama. Whoa. Um, Oprah Winfrey. Okay. And uh, can it be alive or dead? Sure. Uh, Albert Einstein.
0: What an interesting sect of conversations! I feel like we'd have
1: so much to talk about.
0: Plus, all those four rip shit drunk with each other, hanging out, would be great to watch. Could you imagine? Yeah, you fit right in. I
1: would feel. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) The memories for decades.
0: Truly, what four people would I invite? Oh man, Uh, I think I invite the the. the kids from Stranger Things.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, but a, the Millie Bobby Brown naturally, and then three fin, of the fin, other
1: Finn Wolfhard.
0: Yeah, Finn Wolfhard, and then the kid who has his Caleb, teeth now, and the kid with the teeth, <laughs> and the Will, the one that gets lost. Yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm expanding to five because they're little. Of course, I don't want to be like, tell me all of your experiences uh-huh. in the world, and I'm going to give you life advice, children. I would add
1: if I could add a fifth, I would add Winona Ryder to my my mix. Whoa, I feel like that would be an insane group of people.
0: That would be a lot. Mm-hmm. That would be really fun. <laughs> I would want footage of that going down. You and
1: everyone else. Right? <laughs> um,
0: okay, let's talk about football and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They coincide every year. Yes. What would you rather be watching or streaming during this meal? Well,
1: I feel like we can still do football, but we need to like 21st centuryize it a little bit. Okay. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, those like Amazon drones. Right. I would want to do like like drone football.
0: Mm. You know,
1: you get 11 drones lined up on the gridiron sure. and they all start flying. at, And then, you know, sure. how does that work? I don't know, but it sounds interesting.
0: I mean, yeah, I can <laughs> see that being a thing that mm-hmm. happens. I say more Puppy Bowl. Yeah. I mean, why, Love the why, puppy why bowl. is that only for the Super Bowl?
1: I completely agree. Puppy
0: Bowl. Also, I, I like the idea of watching sports because it gives you something to interact with, with your family if they're around or with like Barack Obama. I'm sure like you watching drone Football would be fun.
1: I feel like he and I would really bond over that.
0: Probably. Yeah. Um I think I like to watch like celebrities play football. Like, people that okay. you wouldn't— Or philosophers or, like, scientists Great or things idea. like that. Yes. And play, have them put them in the football game. Yeah. I mean, that sounds really fun.
1: They used to do that, like, uh, celebrity basketball game challenge. They still do, I on, think. On MTV. On, yeah. They still do that?
0: I thought they still do. Wow,
1: that's crazy. I don't know. I always loved watching that because it's like, wow, David Duchovny is really good at basketball. Yeah, who knew?
0: <laughs> I know. I think that'd be really fun. Uh, okay, and let's talk parades. Yeah. Every year, same parade. That really
1: does need a refresh, I think.
0: Yeah, that yeah, I wasn't even really into that when I was a kid, and Agreed. that's the prime time to be into parades. Yeah,
1: I know. What would you do to modernize the Thanksgiving Day Parade?
0: I think you have to turn it into an Ultimate Ninja Warrior course for the parade floats. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. I think people watch just like NASCAR. They're waiting for one of those floats to get away. Mm. So if you make it so that they have to like get through obstacles and get the floats— down to the end of the parade and like some of them get away and some of them don't. It's like, there goes Snoopy. Right. Basically, I just want to turn Thanksgiving into more opportunities to bet on things with your family. Oh, that's a
1: great idea. Yeah.
0: I think that keeps you from having to have real in-depth conversations.
1: Yeah, mine is kind of similar. I would still close off the parade route, um, put up the barricades and everything, you know, for the crowds and whatever. But um, instead of the parade, have you ever seen that movie The Purge?
0: I've heard of it. Yeah,
1: so maybe like that, you know? <laughs> so
0: you just give everyone one day that they can murder each other? Just,
1: yep, mm-hmm. from like 9 a.m. to noon, you All know, right. parade hours. Uh, let's see what happens. Televised, and stay
0: in the parade route, tell, Yeah,
1: you got to stay. You know, it's only, it's only legal if you're in the ba- boundaries. That's true. And then, you know, it's just three hours of let's see who'll survive.
0: <sighs> so you, you tune know? into Hunger Games. Yeah,
1: kind okay. of. You know, it's perfect. Hunger, Thanksgiving, a lot of food, you know, got makes it. sense, right?
0: Yeah, I can yeah. see that being something— of an upgrade.
1: Look, we'd all watch it.
0: True. You know true. you would. Um, okay. Last but not least, yep. Thanksgiving does not have a costume. Christmas has sweaters. Halloween has costumes. Yeah, well, we've Easter got has bonnets. We've got
1: this guy in his uh, turkey outfit. This is the
0: closest we get are our hats. I think they're. <laughs> I feel like society is really pushing hard to give Thanksgiving costumes because these hats didn't exist like three years ago. Yeah,
1: I'm wearing a uh, slice of… Pumpkin uh, pie. Pumpkin pie with some uh, whipped cream on top.
0: Yeah, which I didn't know that that existed. How wonderful.
1: <laughs> yes. But if
0: we had to give Thanksgiving a costume of sorts, mm-hmm. how what would you do?
1: I would like to dress as a six foot tall, like life sized, accurate, actual living turkey.
0: A turkey? Everyone yeah,
1: like an actual, like,
0: no, those are disgusting. Oh! Why are you good at that? (laughs) Why? I, I mean, that also sounds like a dove. Or a pigeon. That's what turkeys
1: sound like. All they're, birds sound the same. They're near, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's racist.
0: Um, okay. I had a friend
1: who had a like a wild turkey. She like lived uh, kind of like on a farmish kind of.
0: We get them. My mom gets them in the backyard. Yeah, the buzzards that they're come by. Crazy. They look like nightmare creatures, and they're
1: angry too, man. Yeah. they will run after you, and you're like ah, and oh, they make that noise. There's an amazing video <laughs> online of a woman
0: that's approaching a loose turkey in her neighborhood, and the turkey goes after her, yeah, and not she's nice. forced to. Jump in her car and it's like surrounding her car. And to it's be like fair, this woman turkey. deserved this. She got up in that turkey's business. Oh, really? Yeah. And then she's she keeps filming the whole time That's as amazing. she's screaming and the turkey is <laughs> like pecking at her window. I like that
1: instant karma of that video. Yeah, great. it was
0: pretty great. Um, if I had to give some sort of costumes to Thanksgiving, I think I'd give stilts.
1: Okay. For like we're all just tall that day.
0: Trying. We're okay. all trying to be tall.
1: I feel like that would be a lethal combination with the amount that I tend to drink on Thanksgiving sure. day
0: sure yeah. so maybe we
1: could also wrap ourselves in like protective yeah. pads oh what about
0: okay I'm gonna veto stilts I'm moving on to those just big hamster bubble balls oh
1: perfect everyone then we can get drunk as hell and stumble around and we'll yeah be fine. those
0: are gonna turn into mess balls by the end of the night that's I'm gonna be just board. a sphere of grub <laughs> Gross. crazy disgusting leftovers but could be fun I love it uh, well this is very exciting. We did. I think we, we successfully upgraded Thanksgiving. I think
1: we did. I think
0: it's way more tolerable now. I agree. And I'm excited to see um what Barack Obama brings to your Thanksgiving meal this year. I'm
1: super excited. Yeah. Uh by the way, uh, uh Mr. former president, if you'd like to bring the whole family, they're also welcome. Of course, yeah. Of and we- that I extend it to everybody. If Beyonce wants to bring, you know.
0: Mhm. The babies. The babies. Yeah, obviously. I mean, they love a good family. And I don't know what's going on
1: right now with Jay-Z, but he's welcome too. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't
0: know. We this is an open open casting call.
1: Yeah. So by uh, any by any means, please.
0: <laughs> you guys think it over. Let us know after the break. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we have Matt Bellasai here. Is that my saying his last name right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. We'll find out because he's here. <laughs> uh, you might know him as BuzzFeed Matt or the guy that whines about everything on Facebook. <laughs> That's right. He's fantastic. He's got a new book out. And I can't wait to find out about everything he hates and how difficult everything in life has been for him Uh in the past and in the future.
1: Let's give thanks by complaining.
0: Yay, we'll be right back (laughs) with more Not Too Deep. deep. We're going? Yeah, we're good. Yay, we're here with Matt Bellasai. And look, I'm just going straight to it. Look at this book that I'm holding.
2: That's the real thing.
0: Everything is awful. His brand new book that's officially, it's out.
2: It's out. If you're in the middle it's of book out tour right now. I'm proud. Yes,
0: that's and we were just talking a little bit about how bonkers it is. Um, a girl dressed as a magic eight ball told you you were going to die on tour,
2: <laughs> so it's going I well. Asked her if I was going to die and the result was yes. <laughs>
1: and we should clarify, this was on Halloween.
2: It was on Halloween. She it wasn't uh-huh.
0: like, she's was not
1: like someone walks around dressed as a Magic 8-Ball like on like Hollywood Boulevard. Right. <laughs> Although they, I wouldn't be
2: surprised. Yeah, I don't know what's worse.
0: Oh, this, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, the outcome is still regardless. Right. <laughs>
2: The conclusion is still, I will die. Uh, uh,
0: but so, okay, this book, Everything is Awful and Other Observations. So these are short stories about things that have happened in your life. Yes. Real things that have happened that have just, like, not necessarily gone well or as planned. Right. Okay. And how long did this take you to write? <laughs>
2: Like a little over a year. Okay. I feel like they'd all, all the stories have been in my head for so long. Right. And it was just a matter of like someone that's screaming at me to write them down. <laughs> someone giving you a <laughs> deadline that you had yeah, to meet. I blew every deadline that I had. <laughs> at one point, I started ghosting my editor because I was like, <laughs> either I'm going to disappoint, I'm going to email you and disappoint you. Right. Or, I just pretend like I'm dead and right. then like you'll you'll have no idea what's happening.
0: Exactly. To me. The only two options, but it's bonkers cuz you've been making videos online for how many years now?
2: Now, probably like 3.
0: But th- so you started at BuzzFeed mm-hmm. and then you broke off from them um how recently? That was... Like 2016 or a something? A year and a half
2: ago, yeah. Okay.
0: But when you're making a video versus writing a book, it's like two different brains that you have to use. Yeah. So how was it? Were you sitting down being like, this will be fine. I have all these stories. And then all of a sudden you see blank paper and you're like, yeah. well, shit.
2: I think the frustrating thing is when you're making a video, it's sort of like a lot of it, like Twitter, Facebook, whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know... If you do something really quickly, like sometimes it goes great, sometimes it doesn't. Sure. It's like you'll have another one next week. You're
0: not as precious about right. it. Yeah.
2: But a book is like, yeah, you only get one of those every so often. Yeah. And then, then it's like a thing. And then yeah. Yeah, it's a physical. It's right. a tangible
0: thing that people take and intimately have an experience with. Yeah. It's yeah. not like they just watch a video for five minutes. They go through it.
2: But uh, the crazy thing, I was I was thinking about how. So I recorded the audiobook for it, mm-hmm. which is like six and a half hours long or oh, something. Oh, it's the, and
0: no one prepares you for how mentally exhausting that is. Yeah. And how crazy you feel. You're right. like, is this noise I'm making words? Or is it just, <laughs> <laughs> like, and am I, do I talk like a crazy person?
2: I, I loved it. Oh, I, yeah. like, I mean, I love, it was crazy. Yeah. But I loved it. And I like low key want to win a Grammy, an audiobook Grammy. Really? That's um, not going to happen. I, I mean,
0: Never say never
2: At least I'd love to be nominated You know <laughs> Acknowledged. But like Hillary will win The, the Grammy sure. For the audiobook This year Sure But uh, The experience Of sitting in a booth And there were like These two straight men Engineers mm-hmm. Watching me From the other side Of the glass While I'm talking about Like
0: Intimate How I data. came
2: out To my mother <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so strange.
0: It's so bizarrely intimate and you're also like human zoo that yeah. they're just observing you between glass yeah. like just being. <laughs> it's a little uh makes you feel very vulnerable. That's a, I remember being surprised at how vulnerable I felt doing that and yeah. being like, "Whoa, I didn't mentally prep for how long this is going to take yeah, and yeah. how much it's just me and this person." all right. And then you never talk to them again after.
2: I, know, I, know. I was like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. And he knows so much about you now. I yeah. know. Uh,
0: so how has the book tour been? You've been going like crazy.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, It's crazy because I'm already, like, I've been everywhere, but it's only been, like, one week into, like, like an eight-week thing. Yeah,
0: you're an eighth (laughs) of the way through your tour, and you're just rattling off so many cities that you've been to.
2: Yeah, but I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think people come up to me, and they're like, "Do you you hate this, don't you? (laughs) And I feel like it feels... They think I'm lying when I say no, but yeah. I do genuinely enjoy it a lot. I feel like it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, because you're doing comedy shows and signings, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: So the that first must be fun. week has been, there's like, it was just signings, but now every show after this is all live shows, oh, which fun. I like a lot more.
0: Yeah, it's an interactive experience yeah. with people that you never see the faces of if you're making videos on the internet. Right. Yeah, that must be cool.
2: But I performed in LA last night and it was the most. Aggressively drunk, hostile crowd. I saw you tweet
0: this morning. You were like, Thank you to everyone that came to the show, except for that woman that kept screaming, more wine after everything I said. What happened?
2: She was just like, I came out and I had a glass of wine. And honestly, I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna drink on stage because there's so many shows that like that you don't want to
0: set yourself up for something you have to continue to do.
2: And I had one glass that I was gonna like sip throughout the entire show. And every time she I would take a sip and she'd be like finish it <laughs> oh my God. and I was like no <laughs> calm down we're adults but she like wouldn't stop until I finished oh, it and then no. finally I was like you know what just to shut you the fuck up yeah. I'm gonna finish it and then I finished it and then she started shouting more wine <laughs> oh, no. And it was like, no, there was no stopping it. Wow.
0: And because in her brain, she's the funniest person in the room at that moment. And everyone loves that she's doing that.
2: Yeah. But at some point, people started shouting like topics. And I was like, (laughs) this is not like an improv show. They were like, talk about babies at work. And I was like, that's not how this works. (laughs) I have a set. Listen to it. That's so,
0: I know, because then you're in charge of like, creating the rules of the universe and (laughs) then, like, maintaining them for people. But that must have been so strange.
2: It was strange. I mean, I think the irony, I don't know if you've had this, is that all of the people, it's never, like, a hostile, like, mean-spirited heckler who is like, you suck, like, kill yourself or something. Some comedians get that. Right. Uh, For me, it's been, like, people are too into it and I need to be, like, I know you're having fun, but, like... This is my show. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> I know, it's this weird dichotomy of like how aggressive to counter ab- with them. Yeah. The thing that we look out on when I travel and do shows with Hannah and Mamrie is that Marie prides herself on being the bitch of the team. Right. And so it's part of her shtick to be like, shut it down. There's no talking when we're talking. And yeah. we're just like, oops, she said it, not us. So she gets to be like bad cop kind of scenario. Yeah. But it is, I remember we did a show in Dublin and it was the loudest, drunkest audience, like, stereotypically speaking, Irish. just met. Yeah. yeah. And we really didn't want to believe that that was going to be the case. And it was. And we had to, like, really have, like, guys, come on. We yeah. got to take a second. <laughs> Everyone's so excited to be here. We love being here. But we got to, like, we got to yeah. change up the way we're all interacting right now. Wow. But it's it's weird because it's very sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, like, well-intentioned. The good
2: thing, though, uh, just— Karma wise, mm-hmm. is I heard after the show that woman face planted on the sidewalk <laughs> outside. <laughs> Multiple people tweeted at me and were like, that lady just full on like face met the pavement. Oh. No. oh and I was like, I can't, I can't say that I like. Like that that happened, but I like that it happened.
0: <laughs> 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 well, the universe, you're like the universe is good sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's I feel great. good. I feel good. Uh, have there been any cities that you've gone to yet, even though you're only in the beginning parts of the tour, that have been like, wow, didn't know like this city would be like this?
2: Um, the one place it's not it's not coming up yet. Um, but Boston is the last stop oh, in okay. the middle of December, and I've already there's 2,000 seat shows that have sold out there already (gasps) and I like don't understand why I'm excited that's awesome but I was like why I because I fully expected I've heard horror stories about Mm -hmm. Boston being like comedians get like the shit beat out of them if you're not funny Mm. and like Boston doesn't fuck around and they'll like beat you up Uh, but I so don't you got know that
0: to look forward to yeah
2: but b- <laughs> Boston seems like they're really excited so that's going awesome yeah
0: that's where we sell the most tickets is Boston and we yeah. were like this doesn't Translate In our brain that is it at the Wilbur? Yeah It's at there Yeah and They
2: that's, say that's like I don't know it's, it's like its own special place
0: Yeah it's really strange And um L.A. was always the worst For us to try and sell tickets Because yeah. everyone No one wants to go to shows here Everyone right. does their own shows
2: Everyone wants to wait Until they see if they have Something better to do Exactly
0: Exactly. You're just like a weird… You're asking people to go on a date with you. And yeah. they're like, maybe… And then you sit by your phone waiting to see if the drinks will confirm. Right. And it's kind of a little bit vulnerable.
2: And then they show up and they're wasted. <laughs> <laughs> they scream at you. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, because everything is awful, has become like your shtick. You started with whining about it on mm-hmm. BuzzFeed. Uh, do you feel the pressure to have to be able to, to complain about things all the time? <laughs> I mean, that must be like, where do you find the balance?
2: Yeah, I think I find the balance by being like a, positive person in real life yeah most of the time because then I do my podcast is unhappy hour which is all like everything is very pessimistic
0: (laughs) but in like a charming way. Yeah I
2: feel (laughs) like it's like the attitude is what matters. Yeah. It's like you can complain but like smile while you do it. Sure. And then you know that's there's your balance.
0: And it's a good I mean it's it's a healthy uh like expulsion of toxic thoughts and feelings. Right.
2: (laughs) And also there's Like a lot of genuinely bad stuff to complain of. It's not just being like, I hate everything that people love. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I think that this is a good timing on a book like this. Yeah. Was there a chapter or story that was hardest to write or that you were like, I don't know if this one should go in there?
2: The one that I wrote that um, BuzzFeed published the excerpt of Mm -hmm. it. So you can read it online. Okay. Or you should buy the book and read it. Yeah. I mean, that's the better option. (laughs) Um, But it's the story of how. Uh, I was still in the closet uh-huh. in college and kind of fell in love with my straight best friend. Uh-huh. And I, as a prank, would hide in his literal closet. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's just awkward. But there was, there was, and then, and then I'd like jump out and be like, hey, I'm in love with you. And then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that was how the prank went down?
2: <laughs> no, it, inside, that's how it went. Okay. But there was one night where he and this girl who they were like sneaking around and I Uh knew that they were sneaking around, but Uh like neither of them would admit it. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. And
2: I was not planning this, but (laughs) I was in the closet and he, uh, the girl came in and was like, they were like waiting. All
0: over each other? No, no, no.
2: I I was out before anything, any contact was made. okay but he was like brushing his teeth and the girl was on the bed like calling <laughs> our other friend being like yeah i'm sleeping over at his uh, in his room uh-huh. and she had no idea i was in there <laughs> And then he came in the room, like, and right away was like, Matt, get out of the fucking car. Like, he knew right away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, Oh my God.
0: I like that that became your bit.
2: Yeah. My bit was that's, high in the closet. That's so embarrassing. In some ironic <laughs> twist of fate, well, I explain this in the book, but like, uh-huh. through my own complicated, like, coming out, all of that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it got weird, and <laughs> he and I are no longer friends. Okay. But um, the girl who was in the room, her and I are, are now, like, best oh, friends. Thank yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> the universe again at work, bringing people together. Yeah. Getting rid of the ones you may not need. <laughs> Has your family read the book? Yeah. Okay. I the- think
2: it's harshest on my mom. Because really? I describe her as, like, basically uh, the the – theme of the first, like, half of the book is that I was loved too much and now I'm incapable of doing anything. (laughs) Because my mom was, like, so overprotective that she, like, wouldn't, you know, like, on a snow day, if we got the school, like, day off from school, she'd be like, if it's snowing too much to go to school, it's snowing too much for you to be outside.
0: Oh, so she just kept you. Yeah, so it was
2: like, you're insulated from everything. Oh,
0: my gosh. And
2: uh, so... Yeah, my parents were like, I cannot believe you. You make it sound like you had such a terrible childhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're always going to read into all of it yeah. uh, a little bit more than's necessary.
2: The funniest <clears throat> that I've heard is that my dad There's a whole chapter about hair and how, like,
0: Uh when
2: I was in grade school, I used to, like, I've had this same haircut since birth. Like, I was (laughs) was born with a comb over (laughs) and have maintained it ever since. But I used to comb my hair and Uh then douse it in like a full can of hairspray before every day and it it was hard as a rock (laughs) like I used to be like knock on it and people (laughs) on like the playground would like knock on my hair oh my god and I talk about now how like my hair is getting thicker everywhere else except on my head and how I'm inheriting that from my dad Uh because he's Italian and his whole side of the family is Italian. And he apparently has taken a lot of offense to (laughs) the fact that I've described him as hairy.
0: That's amazing.
2: Which he 100% is. Yeah.
0: He doesn't, he refuses to believe it. Yeah. Um, well, they should be proud that you're a People's Choice Award winner. Yeah. Yeah, your favorite social media star of 2016.
2: The inaugural that's, award. That's
0: a for real deal. Yeah. How did that happen? What some happened?
2: mistake? Because <laughs> <laughs> the five finalists that year were it was like all of the Vine stars, right? And right, then right. Like me.
0: How, yeah. Did you go to the awards? Yeah. Okay. Take so us. I I
2: also this this is a whole chapter in the book uh-huh. because. I I got to go to the award show. They don't tell you anything. Like someone tweeted at me and was like, "Do you know you're nominated (laughs) for this award?" And I was like, "They didn't
0: even give you that
2: information." (laughs) No, I was like, "Oh wow!" And uh, so they, I made it to the finals, and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna win." I was up against like Nash Greer, sure, sure, was like trending on Twitter, like vote for Nash, and. I guess I guess I just had all of the like Facebook wine moms who just really loved
0: me, and they were
2: voting away. And I got to go to the awards. I was wearing a men's warehouse suit. Oh my god, (laughs) not a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I worked at Buzzfeed. I made like a tiny salary. Right. Right. And BuzzFeed, I was like, I can't afford, like, anything. Uh-huh. And so BuzzFeed was like, we'll get you something from Men's Warehouse. <laughs> Pick out the nicest suit. Oh,
0: my God. That's and great.
2: the one on Beverly. Um, <laughs> Did you get a second one half off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Honestly, I looked like a bank manager. Like, oh, man. It was just like Social this media star. <laughs> gray suit Aww. with, like, a plaid tie. Amazing. And got to go. And they were like, we're not handing out your category on stage. It's going to be one of those things where, like, oh, they we'll took- come in back from commercial and, like, hand out the award. Okay. And so it was one commercial break. And before they came, they, like, came to the aisle where I was at. Uh-huh. None of the other people were around me. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, it's happening. Yeah. And a producer, like, was, was like, okay, you're in your seat stay here like right. get ready she went to the camera guy and was like this is him
0: uh-huh
2: and so then you're like am i gonna win right <laughs> yeah and so then right after they come back from commercials someone walked in front of the camera and the camera guy just immediately forgot what i looked like oh my god stopped on the guy sitting in front of me oh my and god. then on the big screen it said favorite social media star matt Belisai. and it was all about <laughs> the guy in front of me oh,
0: no. and you don't
2: know who it was in front of me I do, well so I didn't at the time uh, but they were telling they were like you won you won and so he was like giving thumbs up and like super oh excited God. they handed me the award and then uh <laughs> so the next day that guy tracked me down cuz he was like I feel really bad <laughs> And he's like a celebrity vocal coach. Oh, he's that's like amazing. Jason Derulo and Ariana Grande's vocal coach. Sure. And that's why he was in the audience because Jason Derulo was performing. Oh my
0: God. Oh. But wait, so when they showed him, he waved like he was.
2: You? Yeah, because the camera guy was like, You won. What? He was dressed like appropriately for the People's (laughs) Choice Awards.
0: It's got to be this guy. Yeah. That's so funny. They were like,
2: it's no way that it's this like Joseph A. Bank-looking guy.
0: But that's got to be kind of the best way to win that award.
2: I mean, for like five minutes, I was pissed. Yeah. And then everybody was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Like, of course this happened. That's so funny. You should, yeah, you should like make the most of it. And then I got to go backstage. Well, the most diva moment I had was... Was that they were like do you want to come backstage and like talk to the press or whatever and I uh-huh. was like sure I guess <laughs> and this producer was leading me and he got a little too far ahead uh-huh. and someone stopped me at the entrance while I was holding the statue and we're like do you have a pass to be back here <laughs> and I was like this is my fucking award does that count <laughs> Said and, the, and she was like, uh, it doesn't. You need a pass. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like, wow. meanwhile, like Sharon Osborne walks right past. Right, and right. I was like, yeah, you didn't ask her for a pass.
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny. But yeah. it's like par for the course. Of course.
2: The worst is that they came, the like president of the People's Choice uh, Awards came up to me. There's a president of the People's Choice Awards. Sure, why not? And he was like, do you know what happened out there? And I was like, Yeah. (laughs) Do you? And he asked me, he was like, Did you plan that? And I was like, He
0: thought that you were doing like a prank or something. Yeah.
2: He was like, Maybe we thought maybe you like told them to do that. I was like, This is your show. (laughs) (laughs) How do you not know what's going on? That's
0: bonkers. But like, also, what a. Dumb pranks to do. To be like, right. I want the guy right in front of me right, to right. be on camera. That's so bonkers. <laughs> but I'm glad it happens. I'm glad That's it happened same. that way. Um, so now you have a show, To Be Honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is this on Facebook? Yeah. Okay. I have stopped using Facebook. And so you got to film. I'm, this is kind of a selfish want to get like a, some consolations from you about yeah, what, yeah. how I need to do Facebook.
2: I So... The reason that I post videos on Facebook started because when I was at BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. I worked in New York. Right. And there was the whole video team was out here in L.A. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to do videos. Mm-hmm. And and so we got around it by being like, well, if, we're, if we can't do it officially, we'll go like mm-hmm. off the, yeah.
0: Um, off the platform.
2: Off, off Broadway. And <laughs> do it on Facebook. Yeah. And... After the fact, I was like, actually, I really like that. I feel like people are a lot nicer, really, because it's not people like stumbling on your video; it's people who are like
0: want to who see want it. to
2: see it. It's showing up for them. Got it. And so, yeah, and it's a little bit. I mean, because my whole thing is like wine drinking, right. and it's a little bit of an older audience on Facebook. Yeah, which what's I your like,
0: demo? Like, who shows up to your shows? Like
2: straight up wine mom, really? Minivan driving, like want to. Drown their children <laughs> in a bathtub.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, did you ever think that that would be your core target? I yeah, I you're like I targeted them. <laughs> I went right for them.
2: No, but it's great. I mean, they're like super supportive and nice, and it's it spans, you know, sure, sure. a lot. But
0: that's so fun. Well, you and I have really similar career trajectories in a way where you were working for a big company and then had to break off from them. Right. And, like, basically start completely over. Yeah. Because they, they kept the intellectual property of writing right. about it, right? Right. And so, I mean, I know what that's like. And it sucks. And it's weird and uncomfortable and awkward. And also yeah. freeing at the same time. Right. So, what? how was that transition for you?
2: No, I remember. Because now it's almost two years, like a year mm-hmm. and a half ago. But I remember when I was trying to make that decision— And talking with a whole bunch of people it was like you had been through it before and we we were talking about that and it's like no, not many people had had like confronted that before it's weird
0: it's very strange and it's because ownership online is a strange thing you get excited to just be making anything like Jack met and I met through working at My Channel together Mm -hmm. and so it was one of those things where you're just excited to be paid to do something and then without the forethought of like maybe I should own what I'm doing right now and so then to leave and be like, okay, I want the audience to follow me because it's still me creating this thing. Right, right. Um, must have been a little scary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically it came down to, um, I wanted to start doing things like a live show and mm-hmm. like I'd always known I'd wanted to write a book and BuzzFeed was like, that's great. We totally support you. But like, if you stay here, we own all of that. And like, right. we would do all of that for you. And like, you just... You make what you make and like, well, that's it. And, right. and you don't get control over it. Um, or you leave, you take on all the risk yourself, but right. and you have to start from scratch, but like then you own everything and sure. like you are in control. So yeah, I was like, Well, if you're gonna make me choose, right? I'm gonna choose that one. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely Privileged in that, like, I was still under 26 and could was on sure. my parents' insurance still, right? Thanks Obama, and like, I so like, I there was some things in place that I was like, okay, I can take this leap and, and mm-hmm. know that at least for a short while I'll be okay.
0: Yeah, there's some safety net there, yeah, yeah, and it seems like it was a good decision. Yeah, it's I'm working out. Totally happy. Um, do you think you'll stay in New York?
2: I really love it in New York. Yeah. I mean, it goes with my whole like negative vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New York is a
0: very pessimistic city. Yes. Yeah, really yeah. Yeah. You, I didn't realize how much shit you put up with living in New York until you leave and you're like, right. whoa.
2: Yeah. I could walk outside and in one city block, like write 10 pages of
0: just nonsense. pessimistic <laughs> material. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Because, yeah, I've, I talk in my show about like, Just the shit I've seen on the subway is Mm -hmm. so repulsive.
0: It's unreal, and you're just so used to it that you forget that other people don't experience that regularly. Right, right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you become numb to like the worst of humanity. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, that's fun. Uh, Speaking of your shows, has there and worst things has there been the worst a worst show that you've ever done? I know you talk about one in Palm Springs. Yeah.
2: Uh, was Ooh, there what one? Was that? Yeah, I don't know why they booked me at a casino. <laughs> Did you play the Murano? Yes. Oh my oh, god! No. Have you? No. Been-
0: <laughs> I have. I'm dying to go, but yeah. like I need a dumb enough concert reason to go. Right. I think Ashanti is playing there soon. I might make my first visit. Um, but what was your experience? So like? I
2: think initially it started because they have like a big like theater room. Okay. And then, which they booked me in, and then when they realized nobody was coming to Palm Springs (laughs) because they specifically booked it during like Pride Week in Palm Springs and I was like you don't give gay men the choice between Pride Week and this (laughs) and expect them to choose this.
0: Oh yeah, that's a little... So
2: they ended up putting it in the smaller space and the audience was mostly people who had like wandered in from the buffet. <laughs> oh. And Oh no. Beforehand, we had like a, there was like a meet and greet with people who bought like, honestly, I feel like it was just whoever got the first 20 tickets. Sure.
0: <laughs> Some people were like, hi, who are you? Yeah, <laughs>
2: someone who was with me, they were like, wow, your audience is so diverse. And I was like, no, these people don't know who I am. (laughs) It was like this biker gang, like all of these like grown men with like shaved heads and leather jackets. And I was like, Guarantee they have no idea. They've <laughs> never seen a video of me, um, and I swear to you, I like ran out of there after uh, it was over. Did, I I went to karaoke that night in uh, Palm Springs and got a better reception at karaoke <laughs> than I did at my show.
0: That's amazing. Well, lesson learned about Palm Springs. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, okay. Uh, We have Twitter questions from fans, but before we get to those, I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask every single guest on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Right. Yeah.
2: Um, This might be a cliche for me. Sure. But— I'll say Harry Styles. Oh, so that I could eat it. off. <laughs> <laughs> There's a second
0: half to this equation. Right. I see. Okay, right. um, that you've thought this through.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. I think
0: that makes sense. I think he wouldn't be offended or weirded out by it either. No,
2: I think. Well, he's very like clean eating. Like I don't know uh, if he does gluten, but gotcha. <laughs> uh, but I guess I'm the one eating it. Have so you it's met fine. him? Yeah. You met him. I have.
0: And how did that go?
2: Uh, extremely well.
0: Oh, uh, I'm so jealous. I've never, I'm a big, uh, aesthetically, he's a very attractive man yeah. in my world. Uh, but I've never met him.
2: I just, like, I've been harassing him on the internet for like five years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. I went and checked your Twitter. I was like, um, I think Matt likes Harry Styles or he hates him. I have a hard time understanding which one it is. No,
2: yeah, because I, at BuzzFeed, was sort of like the boy band reporter and oh, like yeah. went to a bunch of their stuff in New York and then um, had been tweeting at him. His sister, who's really, really nice, uh-huh. came and did like a special episode of Wine About It oh in New York. Oh,
0: my God. And
2: uh, so we I went to his show a couple, well, now like a month ago uh-huh. in at Radio City in New York. Oh, my God. And like I showed up to get my tickets and there was a wristband in it. And I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's it was like the golden ticket. Yeah, it was to this like just after... Like downstairs thing.
0: Oh my god! And
2: he and came you did no idea
0: that this was no, happening.
2: No, no.
0: That's great. How did who sent it up?
2: It was I bought my tickets through like an agent, Got like all it. Of okay. those. and then I didn't realize that like it came with. But I bought tickets. Sure, like yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody to think that. No, I no, like. no, no, no. No special treatment. No, no, no. Except for whoever put the wristband in my envelope.
0: That's hilarious. But
2: then he, he, there was like a whole. It was mostly like business people. Okay. And he was, like, making the rounds. And I was blowing my nose, like, super hard. (laughs) And he came over and, like, looked at me and, like, extended his arms. Like, this was finally... Like, he knew who I was. Oh, that's that's cool. He knew me from harassing him for multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're trying very hard to get him on my podcast. Yeah,
0: that would be amazing.
2: Which I think is going to happen at some point.
0: That's a great answer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But he... One of his tweets to me on Twitter uh-huh. is a blurb on the back of the book, which I had. He said, "You're very talented, Matthew."
0: Oh my God! Yeah, which Harry we had Styles to get, on Twitter <laughs> once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, we had to get that approved. Uh, so, oh,
0: so he had to approve that you could use this. Oh my God! Someone on
2: the Harry team had to yeah approve oh, it. That's wow. you
0: need this uh like on a gold bracelet, just engraved. Whereas right? you don't have
1: it tattooed. I know <laughs> why I might.
0: It's still time. Yeah. Um, Okay, the other question I ask every guest is to tell us your worst pants-shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. Right. So, mine's college jogging front lawn.
2: I think if this counts, Mm -hmm. Barnes and Noble. (laughs)
0: In New York, honestly, I feel like a lot of people have probably a similar story. I mean, yeah. they
2: have a bathroom in the Barnes & Noble.
0: They do, which is why you try to get there.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, someone someone said, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to repeat it, uh-huh. um, which is how all good information is <laughs> <I> spread. <laughs> yeah. That the smell of books is like... A a shit inducing (laughs) smell. It's like
0: a laxative? (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, honestly. That
1: explains what goes on in libraries. Yeah, yeah,
0: in schools, that you have like a visceral reaction to like the environment of being in like a high school or something that maybe that translates somehow.
2: I don't know. But I mean, at least for my life, that that is an accurate statement.
0: (laughs) I'll take it as fact because I have had experiences. So that must be really great to go into all these bookstores now and sign books. Right, right, (laughs) yeah. Across the country. I've shit my pants
2: in every book signing so far. (laughs) Leave a
0: mark. Let them know you were there. Um, And now we have some Twitter questions that have been submitted for you guys. uh, For you, let's see what we have. This is from Ashley A. Lawson. If you could go on any reality show, which would you pick?
2: Probably MasterChef Junior. (laughs)
0: As a contestant or a judge? As a contestant. contestant. Yeah.
2: I love that show so much because it's so pure. Right. And also Gordon Ramsay is nicer on that one. Oh,
0: I didn't know that he was on that one. Yeah. Because he's
2: like supportive. He doesn't scream like you're a piece of shit at a bunch of kids. (laughs) But they're so like precious and they all support one another. And it's like. It's sweet. Yeah. I used to, I would film wine about it at like noon Uh and then be hung over by like 8pm eating (laughs) pasta like watching MasterChef Junior and just crying. Oh my god. (laughs)
0: Because they're
2: so like when one of them gets voted off or whatever they all like give them a hug and they're like we're going to miss our friends.
0: I would love to see you get in there and just stir the pot. (laughs) Stir some shit up. Just
2: be like hey Jeffrey your risotto smells like shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be I would love to see that. That would be so amazing. See I can't I can't watch those shows because they're too precious and I feel too bad when they don't win. Also, yeah. they seem to have too much knowledge of food at a young age. Yeah. But I'm like, what are you, what it's a little are you aggressive. doing? <laughs> yeah.
2: I honestly can't watch food shows because they make me hungry. Like, oh, yeah. I've lost, unless I'm currently eating, yeah. I can't watch it because it just makes me hungry. It's too triggering. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, I think we have another question. This is from Matt the Asian. Matt the Asian. We got there eventually. (laughs) (laughs) What a branding. What kind of wine would you pair with each mood? Happy, angry, sad. Did you have a favorite wine during Wine About It?
2: I... My, like, deep secret that it's not a secret, because mm-hmm. I say it often, is that I know nothing about wine. Perfect. I Blind taste test me. I don't think I could tell, like, a red from a white, honestly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because on camera, I would just chug it so right. it's, like, get the drinking it's out of the way. It's a means to an end. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the point is... To rant, but have a buzz. Right. And yeah, the wine, I was just honoring the pun of (laughs) wine about it. Sure. So I don't know. I I usually ask for like a Cabernet or like a Merlot. Sure. Sounds good. Um, So that goes with every mood. Great. Great. That's or, not- or rosé if you're feeling slutty.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. true. The, uh, but that's the same same thing that happens with Hannah after she started My Drunk Kitchen is that she got a little uh, body. So she's like, I can't keep doing this. And yeah. so people then accuse her, like, you're not even getting drunk anymore. Right. She's like, I, I can't handle the recoup afterwards yeah. every single time. No. And she's like, I don't want to slant. Like, she likes drinking wine. So she's like, I'd rather just kind of pace myself. Right. But it's not pacing yourself, Buzz Kitchen. <laughs> like,
2: That's what I w- was wanting to do at my show. And then, no, people yeah. were screaming to drink <laughs> it. Screaming
0: <laughs> more, more wine. More wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I think we have one more question. This is from Apathy Gabby. What's better, tweeting at Harry Styles or getting a response or getting, and getting a response, or getting wine drunk and looking at endless pictures of hot men?
2: I mean, tweeting at Harry and getting a response. Pretty good. That only happens... If you're lucky like me, <laughs> yeah, maybe like four times. So, <laughs> not that I'm counting. Not that I'm counting. Um, whereas I can get drunk and look at pictures of hot. I mean, that's just like
0: that can happen a anytime. Yeah, <laughs> that can happen all day, every day. Um, yeah, I would say the first one probably sounds a little bit better. Yeah, They're both pretty good all around.
2: Right. At this point, though, I think it's just like a pat on the head and like <laughs> uh, run along now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, now we have a segment called "This Is Curious," where we went through and found something you posted online, <laughs> and we just don't know—we're curious about it. Uh huh. Um, this is a tweet you had on October 17th that said, "I saw a guy getting a blowjob in a bush earlier, and that wasn't even in the top three best." moments of today
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, you- what part do you have a question about <laughs> uh, okay
0: so this is curious uh were you in new york
2: no this was last time i was in la like two really? weeks ago yeah
0: oh my god okay i uh, was coming
2: out of a meeting and standing waiting for an uber and i saw a man <laughs> in standing behind a bunch of hedges oh my god. like gyrating very furiously oh
0: my god
2: and that my conclusion was that he was getting a blowjob so <laughs> to unconfirmed be fair,
0: he could have been fucking a bush right, and you right. know <laughs> both like very unabashed oh, and man. you know good for him I guess
2: yeah but it's...
0: Los Angeles concrete jungle someone
2: responded to that and was like I lived in LA for four years and I've never seen this as if I was making it up as and if... I was like you don't look harder I yeah. guess <laughs> like there are so many bushes where this is happening in (laughs)
0: I know I like that that's how they fact check it's just because it hasn't happened to them (laughs) that it can't be real therefore
1: false
0: Um, okay we have a fun little game for you called yes everything is awful where we want to run through some things that we think are actually most people would think they're kind of decent and just get your take on what makes them awful okay if that's okay with you Um, the first one which could go either way is cute animal videos
2: they're just cliche at this point. It's like this. I think the True. standard is so high. Also, mm-hmm. everyone thinks their they're, they're like, dog is the cutest. True. And it's, like, it's like babies. Like, actually, most of them are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think there are more ugly babies than there are ugly animals. So I take yeah. that back. But... There's just a high standard now. I think you have to be very discerning about cute animals. Mm -hmm.
0: It's oversaturated market.
2: Right. Yeah. For a brief moment, I was on the masthead at BuzzFeed as an animals editor. says Senior animals. My title was senior animals editor. That's
0: hilarious.
2: So I have a lot of expertise in this area.
0: I'm sure you've seen your fair share of animals.
2: (laughs) Yes, I have.
0: Um, Okay, Jack, what's the next one?
2: Rainbows. Rainbows, I can't shit on rainbows. <laughs> well, oh, found something that's not awful. Yeah. No, rainbows are good. Yeah.
0: They're fine. Right. I just, when I can't see where they're going.
2: It does make me think, did you see that story? This was like a couple months ago. There's like a recreation, a recreation of Noah's Ark in like Kentucky. Yes. And the man who who runs it, who is like a crazy person, he runs like the (laughs) creationist museum, Uh which is like... There was an actual Noah's Ark and every animal was on it yeah. and he lit it up in a rainbow and it was like we're reclaiming the rainbow because oh the g- rainbow is like God's <laughs> creation. And what
0: I, a guy. I mean
2: it, yeah, no, rainbows were right. created by gay people. <laughs> so created they're by gay. People. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's
0: the next one. Waking up after a night of heavy drinking without a hangover.
2: What is wrong with that? <laughs>
0: I mean, I say absolutely nothing.
2: I mean, I guess it's like...
0: Other than I haven't learned my lesson. Yeah,
2: right. yeah. Learn. <laughs> yeah, you never learn. You have to go through the pain to understand that the next time, like... You know, you're putting in work. You're putting in yeah. an effort. I have
0: to go through my shame cycle. Right. And then, like, come back to the center and then forget about the shame cycle and go right back into
2: it. And also, I think waking up with a hangover mm-hmm. is then when you eat, like, garbage, you're oh, like, it's medicinal. Valid.
0: Yes, that's true.
2: So if you don't have a hangover, then you just show, you feel like shit because you're still going to eat like a garbage exactly.
0: person. Exactly. I think that's the right way to think about it.
2: Or mm-hmm. right, how about driving to work with no traffic on the way? How are you going to listen to all your songs? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I love... I, when I moved to New York about a year in, I was like, fuck this place. Yeah. I want to move to, New, to LA so uh-huh. I can drive everywhere. Because you can't, like, sing on the subway. You can, but, you like, can, you'll get and looks. Right. And I was like, no, I want to sit in an air-conditioned car <laughs> so I can, like, listen to my podcast and sing my songs. Jam
0: out. Yeah. Fair. Um, okay, what about Game of Thrones?
2: I like Game of Thrones. You do? I'm pissed that all of the actresses are stealing my men.
0: Whoa. Oh, I know. She took up a Jonas.
2: Sophie Turner <laughs> took a Jonas. And then Egret, who uh-huh. was the, took John Ginger, Snow. took Jon Snow. Oh,
0: right. So they're n- getting. Now, what's
2: left? Bran. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Who aged true. like
2: forty years? Oh the- yeah,
0: he's the brother. Yeah, yeah, he looks a he's little a three-eyed raven. Yeah, he looks he aged a lot right. in the course of the show.
2: Whereas yeah, Maisie and puberty, Sophie look he hit the same. Puberty hard. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, he it's hit tough. puberty like every season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's tough. Can you imagine being a producer and being like, we're gonna bet on him to go slow roll through puberty because we don't want him to look crazy by the end right. of it. Yeah, and you can't. You, you can't. can't. It's tough. Uh,
1: last one I got is a zero
2: calorie pizza does that exist it
0: doesn't but if it did, no, it did.
2: Oh, of course it doesn't exist <laughs>
0: god if I I would have I'd buy all of them I just found out about the zero calorie noodles and I've been buying them up like crazy or there's like five calorie noodles they're yeah. uh, like okay. shiitake noodles or something they're Japanese and Lord knows there's probably going to be some sort of cancerous like byproduct of me <laughs> right. eating all of this that they can't They just have possibly. tapeworms
2: built in. Probably, <laughs> probably, but still. Well, it's like Halo Top... Which I love, the What's ice cream. The, oh,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's like, it's mostly air. That's just what you're eating. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It feels like you're eating though. No, yeah. <laughs> I
0: guess so. I
2: still eat it. I still <laughs> love it. Send me free Halo Tom. Well,
0: yeah. Well, okay, so what would be the <laughs> negative or downside to zero calorie pizza?
2: That it most likely will give you some type of disease. Yeah. <laughs> There's I'm, no way. This
0: gotta get, that's got to be a diarrhea inducer all damn day.
2: Also, I feel like there has to be consequences to pizza,
0: right? Yeah, right. pizza is like the guilty food, right? That you eat when you want to treat yourself, or if you just don't get time for that, yeah. Or if you're really drunk, it's like a victory food. Like I made it to the end of the night. I'm going home, but I'm getting my pizza reward on my way home.
2: Pizza, actually, controversial opinion. Uh huh. I like. I don't think I've actually ordered a pizza like takeout in like. Six years. No,
0: same. But they had my... I remember when I lived in Brooklyn... My friends went nuts when Domino's had that app where you could watch the entire process from start to finish happen. And they were so into just staring at it, being like, it's in the oven now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, I want to order like a full like steak dinner and have it brought (laughs) to my apartment. Yeah, I've done that.
0: Postmates has changed the world.
2: Last time I was in LA, I got Postmates and I added a cookie to my order. And uh, the like West Hollywood twink who brought it to me, Was so disgusted, I could just tell on his face. He was like, "Here's your goddamn cookie." Wait, that's, you only ordered one cookie? Well, there was a meal, but oh, then okay. I <laughs> added a cookie, a steaming hot cookie on top of it.
0: I thought you only ordered one cookie and had it post to you. And he was like, "I did that
2: go. with Dairy Queen the other day, though." Did you really? Yeah, in New York, you can have Dairy Queen post and it was like that's- my Blizzard was just a full runny milkshake by the time it <laughs> got to me, yeah. oh, but it was so good.
0: So worried. With it. Um, Matt, we're coming to the end of the podcast, uh, but we wanted to make sure, because you've lent us some time that you have in between this whirlwind tour that's going on, that you got a gift for um, giving us your time. So
2: we yeah, yeah, yeah. we got
0: a gift, especially for you, and you can open it. Diane's bringing it over in her Thanksgiving-esque turkey hat.
2: I'm scared.
0: It, don't worry. We don't prank you. It's not going to be okay. like Jack's been in the whole time and he's jumping <laughs> out of the closet.
2: <laughs> Should I open it? Yeah,
0: go for it. All right. I haven't even seen it, exactly. Yeah,
1: we're all curious to see what this looks like. Very
0: excited. I think this it's can be for soft. your soft. Uh huh. Yeah. I see
2: it through the tape.
0: It's a pillow, <laughs> with a Harry Harry's-
2: Styles pillow. We were gonna get
0: you a full size body pillow with Harry Styles, but you're traveling, so we wanted right. to give you a more of a travel size pillow. This is.
2: I'm gonna keep this between my thighs when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you need That's that perfect. support. That's yeah. Perfect. This is perfect. Not every hotel has the extra thigh pillow.
0: True. We try to go above and beyond.
2: That's what this is for. I love it. Oh, well, good. Well, yeah.
0: for those out there that don't know where they can watch you on the internet or follow you on social media platforms or get your book, where can all these things happen?
2: Uh, you can watch my videos on facebook.com slash Matt if Great. you have Facebook.
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. My mom
2: doesn't have Facebook, but she still finds my videos. So okay. you can still find it.
0: You can still do it. It's possible.
2: Um, I'm on Twitter. Everything is at Matt Bellassi, my podcast is unhappy hour. Great. That's everywhere. And then the book is available everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Online audio version and in-stores. Yeah. Solid copy. Yeah. So we will go check it out if you haven't already met. It's very, very hilarious. And Thank it'll you. I think it's good to read about other people's misfortunes because it makes you feel like you're doing life a little okay.
2: Exactly. Yeah, there you yeah. go.
0: So go check it out, guys. We'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Oh, it also works to break <laughs> microphones. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. This Grace Helbig.
0: Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, with production support from Fullscreen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons and an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.